Hey everybody, it's Christopher. Welcome to Karen Isn't Always Right. Uh, today's episode will be the very first one that actually has a guest, so you're welcome for not having to listen to me ramble on for an hour about uh, random shit. Um, my first guest today is going to be Riley Fry, and yes, we are related. It's my younger son. Um, this episode was recorded on New Year's Eve, and the significance, which I believe I do talk about in this episode, is the fact that it is the 10-year anniversary of uh, the Joe Rogan experience, and I thought it was pretty cool because that was the inspiration for me doing my own podcast. Um, so Riley works in customer service. He's, uh, he's worked at several different restaurants, and um, I thought it was going to be interesting to get the perspective of a teenager having to deal with some of the, the difficult customer service things that, that a lot of us have to deal with. Um, so I thought it was pretty cool. So I hope you guys enjoy this. And uh, yeah, take a listen. Hello, folks. Welcome to the podcast. I have a special, special guest with me. I've got my uh, my son Riley here today. Riley, say hi to everyone. Uh, hi, how's it going? They're all saying good. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> okay, so um, Riley and I have talked about this a lot, and he works in uh, customer service at a pizza joint. Why don't you tell us tell us about if you if you feel comfortable telling us? Yeah, that's no, fine. So I work at a local pizza shop um, back where my mom lives called Arte Pizzeria and uh, I am a phone person so I take phone calls and sort of cut pizzas, prepare things for pizza makers. And I'm sort of the backbone of the whole place. So you have to talk to customers on the phone all the time? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty much non-stop calls coming in. We do delivery, online, slices, uh, we do the whole shebang. The whole shebang. Do you like it? Out of the four jobs that I've, <laughs> I've had, yeah, it's it's really busy all the time, which keeps me like doing stuff. Uh, unlike my other jobs, where I'd had these long spaces of time where I wasn't really doing anything. What are your other jobs? Where else have you worked? So my first job was at a donut place where I was a baker. Uh, working nights and I would sort of bake donuts and glaze them and make pounds of glaze and, and then I worked at a sort of a, a burger fast food place mm-hmm. fast casual mm-hmm. uh, Freddy's that was fun I worked with Connor my brother what'd you do there? I was a cashier yeah yeah and I would uh, do drive through as well which I wasn't really a fan of I heard only the girls were cashier at that restaurant. Is that true? What? <laughs> I thought all the dudes no, work in the back. No, they cooking. put all the pretty faces up front. So oh, is that why made, your brother was in the back? Yeah, that's yeah. why I made the cut. Yeah, your brother's got a face for podcasting, right? <laughs> and then I worked at a bar as a, a host um, in sort of the downtown area where my mom lives. And it was probably my least favorite job. Why is that? I worked with a lot of angry women. Yeah. Okay, so like angry customers or angry employees? Angry employees, uh, drunk mm-hmm. customers. I I got the whole lot. Yeah. yeah. 
So to preface the rest of this podcast real quick, as we always try to do a, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A disclaimer. Um, this podcast is my views and opinions only. It does not represent the viewpoints of my employer. I'm sure Riley is going to say the same thing. Right, Riley? Exactly. So this isn't the uh, viewpoint of your employer. Um, so if you happen to know who I'm employed for, uh, yeah, not their opinion. So, um, okay, so let's talk about uh, where you're working now. Uh, what's the name of it again? Arte Pizzeria. Ar- Arte? Arte. Arte. I think it means artisan in Italian. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So you were mentioning on the ride down uh, this morning. By the way, it's Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas Eve. Today's the 10-year anniversary of Joe Rogan's very first podcast. So happy 10-year, Joe. Happy 10-year, Joe. I'm sure he's listening and <laughs> yeah. giving us the big thumbs up right now. Um, so anyway, on the way down, you were talking about how, uh, when we were talking about the podcast, about how you may not have much to talk about, but then all of a sudden last night, yeah, you had... My first experience. With... A Karen. A Karen. Exactly. That's right. So tell us us about Karen. So typically Mondays aren't usually busy uh, for the phones or in general. It's usually one of our slower nights, but last night I think it's just because it's it's getting towards Christmas and stuff. It was was really busy. Uh, I was on phones nonstop. We had uh, online orders. We had takeout online up to like 90 minutes and delivery up to like 120 minutes so we had it all the way up it's gonna take two hours for me to get a pizza yes what the hell's wrong with you people (laughs) we're smack busy man so i all the pizza makers are extremely busy everyone was sort of stressing out and i was taking these phone calls everything was good um and then i got a phone call uh once we started to slow down from a Karen. We're just going to preface everyone as Karen. So I got a phone call from Karen. And she said that she had put in an online delivery order for at like 512. I remember closing the, the check at 512. And I even told her, I was like, so she called me. She was like, hey, so I'm just wondering where my pizza is. I ordered it about an hour and 45 minutes ago. I have the online receipt that says it would be here by now. And I was looking at the same receipt that she had. Mm-hmm. It said closed at 512. And at the time, our delivery was hour and a half to two hours. Does it say that when they order? Yes, it does. Okay. And I tell them to preface it as well. So I even told her, I was like, yeah, hey, your pizza's not scheduled to like 6.50 to 7. And she was like, I'm reading right here that it's scheduled for now. And I'm like, well... I'm looking at the same thing you're looking at, and I can assure you it does not say that. She was like, listen, I'm gonna want, I want my pizza right now, or I want a refund, and I want you uh, marked down, or like, I wanna report you. And I was like, listen, I can get an active manager over here to talk to you. And she was like, no, what I want is my pizza, and I want it now. And I was like, so yeah. So we have like this rack that we put all of our delivery receipts on, the drivers and I looked at it and I was like listen your seat's not here so a driver currently has it with them right now in our out uh, trying to deliver this pizza for you and so she was like she was like alright so what happens if I don't get my pizza I was like you can call back and I like I can transfer you to one of my active managers and she was like alright this is on you and I was like alright and I was like thank you 
I hung up and then went about my business as usual. I was like, I know she's going to call back in like 10 minutes. And I looked at my boss and I was like, <clears throat> so I just dealt with my first angry person and he was like, dude, it happens to everyone. And I was like, so how, how long have you been working there? Uh, almost about a month and a half. About a month and a half. Yeah. Hold on real quick because my uh, laptop's going to die. All right. One sec, folks. All right. You can talk to the people if you want. Yeah, I've never really dealt with a, a camera before. It was a new experience. I mean, working at a bar, I would have thought that that would have been a regular occurrence. I mean, I got the occasional semi-angry person. Nothing, nothing as extreme as last night. Hey, he's back. Alright. Yeah, that was some crappy timing. Alright. All right. So, one. you've been there for four months, and that was the very first Karen. I've been there for a month and a half. Or, sorry, a month and a half? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. I feel like it's been longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first one in a month and a half. That's not too bad, though, considering you handle all the phone calls, right? Yes. Every time you work. That's not shabby. Too yeah. shabby. Do you think it's because of your, your amazing customer service skills, or do you just think it's I mean, just I think easy? working at a bakery, a fast casual, and a bar sort of hardened my customer service sort of skill set. So you set. got some thicker skin? Yeah. So maybe, you, maybe you've gotten these people and you just didn't realize it because you're just desensitized to it? Yeah. So am I just a sensitive bitch because... Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad we got that straight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she called back, right? Yeah, so about 10 minutes later after I took about like two more calls, I got, so before she called back again, I got a call from another woman. Uh, this one wasn't as angry, but mm-hmm. she was like, hey, so my pizza's not, <laughs> hey, my uh, my pizza's not here. And I specifically remember this woman because she called right after the last woman uh-huh. um, when they originally ordered their pizzas. And she was like, at the time it was still an hour and a half to two hours. And she was like, try and get it out in an hour and a half. And I was like, it's going to be an hour and a half to two hours. And she was like, just, just do me a favor. And I was like, I will try my best. And she, Like everybody doesn't want that. <laughs> yeah. So she called back uh, right after the, the last woman. And she was like, hey, so my pizza's not here. And I was like, I remember you asking if you could get it out in like an hour and a half. Unfortunately, you know, we're a little backed up. But it's like, bitch, I told you it could be an hour and a half, two hours. And she was like, "Was it over the two hours yet?" No, it was. Okay. It was still like she had called probably like an hour and a half before, and mm-hmm. so she still had another thirty minutes. Her ticket was still on the on the rack, so the driver hadn't taken it yet. Um, was she, it made? Uh, yeah, it was made. It was sitting in the heating thing, yeah. and I was like, "Listen, your pizza's in the heating thing. Your ticket's here. So when one of our drivers gets back, he'll be able to take it out to you." And she was like, "All right, no worries. Sorry for for calling." And I was like. No Don't you wish they could all be like that? Yeah. Yeah, but, apologetic. But mm-hmm. they aren't because not a minute after, the woman called again. The, 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 the Karen? The original Karen. Yes. Okay. The original. The OG Karen. <laughs> yeah. She called back again. She was like, hey, I want a damn refund. And I was like... Did she say it just like that or was she yelling? She was like... Or it like was a just little snarky. Bridge. It was a little mm-hmm. like, like defensive almost. Okay. Like, she wasn't try- trying to be mean, but, but she like, was. She was. You know? There was an edge There's to some the passive aggressiveness. Oh, okay. okay. So, she's like, I want my damn receipt back. Or my damn refund. Yeah. And I was like, all right, let me transfer you to my manager. And I looked at my manager, and he had, like, these just dead eyes. He was like, oh, come on, man. Mm. And so, 
he stopped making pizzas and uh, took the phone. And then I sort of just backed up towards like the salad making station. And I just looked at him and I was like, I'm sorry, man. And he spent a good probably 15 minutes on the phone with her. Really? Yeah. And I heard little bits and pieces of the the call. Mm-hmm. He was like, he's like, no worries. Uh, so your seat is out right now. One of my drivers just informed me that he does have your seat. He does have your pizzas. He will mm-hmm. be there soon. And from what I could tell, she felt bad in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember my my boss saying, "Hey, listen, you're not a horrible person. Don't say that." I was like, "Oh wow, really? Yeah." yeah. So she must have gone off on him a little bit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So did he uh, tell you what she said? No, no, he didn't. He just told me everything was fine and that he got it figured out. But as I was sort of doing a full sweep, like sweeping up the entire mm-hmm. front, I would sort of hear bits and pieces because you know. It's. I'm sort of used to trying to pay attention to the phones, trying to hear right. if any calls are coming through. But of course, he was on it. So uh, eventually, he just hung up because there was just calls coming through, and we had to get those through. So he gave uh, her his personal number. I'm pretty sure, and he was calling her separately. Um, again, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He might have been calling the driver. So did he take care of her? Did he did he refund it or uh, give so it to her for free? From what I know, is that the pizza got delivered to her, and okay. that. Um, they discounted it a little bit. Okay, just because, but not for free. Yeah, not for mm. free. Just because it was, it was an, an issue because we had told her previously, hey, it's gonna be an hour and a half, mm. it's two hours. We were about probably two hours five minutes. So, mm-hmm. you know, just okay. because there's probably traffic out, late minute Christmas shopping. So, what do you think the line is between when you make a decision to? Because of someone's inconvenience to give it to him for free or to discount or not even do anything. like It's usually if it's extremely late, if it's not an appropriate looking pizza. So at my place we focus. Not an appropriate looking pizza? Yeah. So at, it's dirty. At Arte, we try to really focus on the appearance of the pizza. Uh-huh. Um, that comes first. So we want it to look as beautiful as possible. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not throwing shade at any other companies, but a lot of pizzas tend to be really ugly. You calling out the hut? No, no. I'm calling <laughs> out the, uh, you know, the Dom. Oh, you don't Dom. like Domino's? That's no, right. I don't. Yeah. But yeah, we try and focus on the look of our pizza. So if it's not, if it doesn't look nice, we will do what we call adding credits to their um, person. So okay. if they come in again, they might have a certain amount of money in credits. So okay, can, so you have like a database full of customers. Yes. And, okay. So like whenever we input a number, it will pop up with the customer's name and previous pizzas that they've ordered and everything. Oh, okay. We have like a really amazing system that it's very easy to use when we have all the names listed. Awesome. And they're mostly regulars. I was going to say, do you get a lot of regulars? Yeah. So okay. almost every night I get a call from someone that I got the night before. You know what I find about regulars sometimes is sometimes regulars can be the worst. Like and They can be the best, too. Yeah. They can. Yeah. Um, but I remember when your mom used to work for Old Chicago and they have all these regulars that sit at the bar and they always sit at the end of the bar and there's like, you know, anywhere between three to five of them or whatever. And they all just think they're entitled to free shit all the time, Yeah, you know, because they go there all the time. And I have regulars come in, excuse me, regulars come into my place. I wouldn't find like a movie theater to be a place for like... Yeah, you'd believe it, man. Like, you, you see the same people a lot. And some of them are great, like you said. And then some of them earn nicknames, yeah, because they're not so great. Yeah. So especially, uh, I used to work in um, old B town, 
mm. Boulder. Yeah. And uh, love it. No offense to anybody in Boulder, but that that town is is a little extra yeah. when it comes to the <laughs> to the customers. If it's probably as far as I'm concerned, Boulder is the absolute worst when it comes to working in customer service. I, I imagine you've heard me talk about it. Yeah, a lot. Which and is right, sad because I really like that theater. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a great theater. I Just, mean, I watched that place like open and stuff. And mm-hmm. well, you've watched several places that I've worked yeah. at open. Um, by the way, we're not mentioning who I work for. Exactly. But you know, like uh, some of the some of the regulars down there. I mean, the the nicknames they have is just, you know, they're not they're not like disparaging nicknames. They just they certainly call call attention to whatever that person happens to be about. But like even at my theater now, we have the white popcorn lady. It's not because she's white. It's because she likes her popcorn white. You know how like popcorn that you get in a movie theater is seasoned and it's kind of yellow or whatever? Yeah. That's because of the seasoning salt we put on it. Well, this lady demands that her popcorn be cooked without oil, be cooked without seasoning. But that's like a whole extra process you have to do. It is a whole extra cook process. Batches, like... Yeah, like we don't just, we don't cook our popcorn to order. Like you don't take it, you don't come up and say, hey, I want a large popcorn and we make that batch special for it. Yeah. Now look, we will do things for our customers, you know, if, if it's um, if we're able to, and and it's it's an option that we have. And so in this lady's situation, it's like, look, if there's nobody else around, we'll make you a special batch. It's not a big deal. The problem with this lady, though, and she is a bit of a Karen, is that every time she came in, she would cut to the front of the line and then get demanding about it, especially even if it's busy. And so there was one time in particular where um, she cut to the front of the line. Order the popcorn, and then the manager was basically like, "Look, I can't do that right now. Like, we're busy." And she just, she like went off on him. She went off on the employee and like made this big huge scene, and then wrote corporate about it. And she's As a regular, they do. huh? As they do. As they do. Yes. Um, she made a really big deal about it, and then you know I had to tell her. I had to like come to this. It's hard to find that moment where it's okay to kind of come down on a customer a little bit yeah. but I had to tell this lady it's like look you can't be you can't be cutting in line that's mm-hmm. not fair and we'll make that popcorn the way you want it provided we're in a position to make it that way that's like if somebody comes to you wanting you to make your dough a special way yeah so here's an example so it's like say I get a phone call so we're not supposed to deliver pizza rolls or pizza by the slice over the phone that's a come in grab it like especially so you can't just deliver them by themselves yeah so we have to either deliver it has to be a like a minimum order or something and stuff so for delivery it has to be a minimum order of $20 um, okay if we want to get it out to them but a lot of people are like they I pick up the phone I say hi welcome to you know um, what can I get for you today or usually I ask them hey can I get a phone number so that we can look up their name and get it situated right. most of the time Right after I say, hi, thank you for calling, mm-hmm. you know, they completely skip all of that and they're like, all right, so can I get a blah, 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 you know, etc. I'm like, whoa, okay, hold on, slow down. So what I need first is like your phone number and they're like, right. <laughs> like all right, you know. Because you want to look them up. Yeah. Right. right. But usually they're like, I just want to get this pizza. So it's like they just start right ahead and blurt out like 50 things at me. I'm like, all right, hold on. I see and you. when you tell them to start over, they obviously get irritated. Yes. With you. So when I'm like, hey, can I get your phone number? I most of the time hear like a like a sigh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the end of the world. And probably about like eighty percent of people who are calling, it's like older dudes. 
Do you guys have online ordering? Yeah, we have online ordering. And so I'm guessing, yeah, a lot of the people that call in are old and don't use the internet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of older dudes that call in. It's usually that disgruntled, heavy sigh Hmm. or or groan. It's like, sorry, man. Old people can suck sometimes, man. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, man. And so... I, you know, ask her phone number, I get it down, so, and then I ask them, hey, what can I get for you tonight? And um, they usually tell me, and then by the end of it, they're just totally done. They're like, all right, thanks, hang out. Yeah. And then the most annoying thing is our system. When someone hangs up before you put the phone back down, um, there's a chance that when you put the phone back down, you hang up on the next person. It automatically answers the next person? Yeah. That's so annoying. someone hangs up. Right before I put the phone down, because I try to be the first one to hang up so that that doesn't happen. So then I put the phone down and it hangs up on the next person, and they have to call back. And what kind of phone are you using, man? I don't know, man. Is but it a regular phone or a cordless? It's a it's a regular phone. Hmm. Yeah, but it's it's odd. Um, but yeah, then that makes the next person angry. Sure. Yeah. It starts to and so it's, it just becomes this cycle of things. Meanwhile, I have to deal with getting online orders figured out, uh-huh. and then. So you handle the phone calls and the online stuff. Yeah, I handle online phone calls, and then what we call front jolly, which means that when the pizza or the, when the person who is scheduled to cut pizzas and restock pizza supplies uh, is off doing something else. That means I have to take care of both front jolly and phone calls, so I have to sort of double. How do you balance your time between the two? Which takes priority? Uh, phone calls, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Um, that's sort of the centerpiece of everything. Well, that and the phone's not – if the phone stops ringing, then you're not taking an order. Yeah, and so then I go do front jolly stuff, but then when I'm like halfway through cutting a pizza, the phone will ring. And so I have to hurry up and cut this pizza and then get to the phone – then I realized, oh, I've got to put a t- pizza table on that pizza and close the box and hand it to the pizza maker. So you need to be able to multitask. Yeah. And exactly. how good are you at multitasking? Uh, I'm, I'm decent, I think. Scale of 1 to 10 this. Probably like a 7. That's not bad. Um, but you, you were telling me a story recently. Weren't you on the jolly or whatever? Is, yeah. that, is that the correct term? We on, on the jolly? On the jolly. <laughs> And didn't like didn't you like mess? Oh, you cut it wrong, right? I did. So yeah. our small pizzas get six slices. Mm-hmm. So you have to cut it. Usually, you go half, the other half, and then you cut through those halves, and you end up with eight pizza or eight slices, uh-huh. right? With a small pizza and a gluten-free pizza, uh-huh. you have to do half, and then this weird diagonal piece symbol sort of shebang, uh-huh. so that you can then cut the other half. Is this because you sucked at fractions in school? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I figured. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Your math skills. But like, it's also because like, we have to cut it in the box. Most of the time, the pizzas get cooked too big. Yeah. So we have to try and squeeze it into the box and okay. cut it in the box. Those gluten-free people, though. I mean, I tell you. Dude, those pizzas are like leather. Yeah. Like, well, teach their own, I suppose. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna ask you? It was something about. But yes, I did cut the pizza wrong and. Yeah, good job. So you don't send that out, right? Uh, Do you remake that? Most of the time, if it's in-house, we uh, tell the person, we're like, hey, uh, so we accidentally had this pizza cut wrong. Uh, We have a new employee back there. Uh, He's trying. 
it's and me. Then, and then yeah, I peek around the corner. I'm like, hey, what's up? sorry. And then uh, my bad. They're like, don't worry about it. It's it's cool. Uh, we'll, do people really care if they're pizza? Do you even notice? Like, I don't uh, know if I've a lot of the time, because it's regulars usually. They're like, huh, my small pizza is cut into eighths. I'm like, no. How many pieces would a small usually have? Six. Six. Yeah, so they're a little smaller. Yeah. I like smaller pieces yeah. anyway. And like some people get double cuts, so it's like, you know, real small. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just some of the, like, the tiniest things seem to just send people beyond their reaching. Like, yeah. Well, that's good that, you know, as long as you've been working. So you, you're 18 on... Uh, January 4th. January 4th. I knew the date. I was trying to think of the day. Oh, sure. So about a week or so. Yeah. Um, and week and a half. And you've been working since you were 15, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in three years, that's not bad to be able to sit here on a podcast and only have really one super negative thing. Yeah. And even in the scheme of things, honestly, if, if I'm being real, that wasn't terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's been other small little, like, Karen moments, but Probably. I sort of just brushed them off my shoulder. and Push them out of your mind. You know, sent them to the lost treasures of time. Well, I'm going to need you to, to remember these going forward yeah. so that we yeah. have something to talk about. All but right. um let me look at something real quick. Have you ever been a Karen? No. You ever had one I of mean, those moments? You should know because usually when we go out to like our Tuesday dinners and stuff, if I like get something back that's not the way I expected or I order the wrong thing, you're like, dude, just call yeah, me back and you bitch out, and man. fix that. I'm like, no, 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 dude, I'll just deal with it. And it's like, I. But I'm not saying you gotta freak out about it. You yeah, just yeah. Say, hey, but like, look. even, even then, like usually when I have something really bad happened at a place like they mess something up extremely uh, and most of the time I'm with like my friends and stuff we'll just sort of talk shit <laughs> what do you think why Why do you think the Karens are the way they are why do you think they get all Karen-y it usually happens in an older demographic and I'm not okay. saying it always does because the Karen that I had my experience with sounded like she was probably in her 30s mm. um, but usually it happens in older what's older to you like, probably like 50. You know. So older than me. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not in the older demographic. I thought you were like 60, though. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so typically in the older demographic. Yeah, and I think it's just because they're used to a certain way of things that maybe doesn't really happen with the younger demographic. Like, the younger demographic isn't paying as much detail to what they would expect them to. Okay. So then they get defensive, and they're like, you shouldn't do it this way unless there's gluten in their shit and then they freak out <laughs> yeah. I'm serious man I had what, I think it was this time last year it might have even been Christmas day so he comes up to me in the lobby and starts asking me like if we have glu- if we have gluten in our menu you know what menu items have gluten and I kind of like had a brain fart and I was sitting there thinking I don't think you know like our burgers because there's bre- anything with bread obviously burgers pretzels stuff like that I don't know how gluten familiar you are um, but there was some. Oh, she was asking about the wings, and I think I gave her my. She like lost her mind on me, man. Totally flip shit. And this girl was like twenty two. So some people can get funky about it. Yeah, <laughs> usually I see Karen's either being an older woman or a younger, like mm. woman, like almost like fresh out of her teens, sort of okay. deal happening. Yeah. Um, so it, okay, so they might be a little older, but what do you think is contributing to why they they? Uh, lose their mind the way they do I mean you're familiar with the whole like I want to talk to a manager haircut looking that's, yeah. a, that's a look right yeah. 
and that's pretty common. I mean, I feel like there's several factors, like it being they're older, used to something, or like they want to feel uh, superior to mm, okay. the working people. Like, yeah, I've gotten that. Yeah, they want to make other people feel like inferior. Like, oh, do you think they purposely do it, or do you think they're just losing it? I think sometimes you realize. see that people are purposely doing it. I definitely think the can I dealt with. Uh, you know, sort of half and half on that. She was like, mm-hmm. "This is a legitimate problem. I want to figure it out." And she was like, "I just want to stir up some chaos a little bit." And like, I could tell by like the way she was just interacting with me. Yeah. You know, I was like, I have a very soft-spoken voice when I'm on the phone. Like, mm-hmm. I, I put on what Adian calls my happy-go-lucky voice. Yeah, I call it the customer voice. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a very different-sounding voice, and it's like bubbly. And can you she, give us an example? <clears throat> I thank you for calling. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you for calling this place. Uh, what can I get for you tonight? I've got a manager at the theater who, well, he's not there anymore, but he, <laughs> man, this guy is like constantly sort of a deputy downer. Like every time I'd right. say, hey, man, what's going on? <sighs> and then the second he... and But then like phone rings. It's like, hey, thank you for calling, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be in my office and I'd hear that and I'd just roll my eyes because it's so fake. Yeah, my boss even commented on it. He was like, he was like, dude. You're so shy and reserved when you're not on the phones, and the second you get on the phones, you just explode. And I'm like... You're shy and reserved at work? Yeah, I don't talk very much. You and your sister, man. You guys are totally different people here. I mean, I'm usually, like, not that way when I'm, like, in public or hanging out with new people. But then, like, when I'm at work, I'm just like, I want to get this shit done. So I'm just going to focus on that and not really talk to anyone. That's fair. Yeah. The other thing I think plays into the Karen mentality sometimes is socioeconomics, like money. Like right. a, a lot of my experience has been that people who have more money tend to be, for lack of a better way of putting it, bigger assholes. Would you have you seen that before? Well, I mean, working at like the places that I've worked, uh, I don't usually see like a lot of wealthier people like come in like. That's probably because of where, like, where yeah. you I mean, except town. for Freddy's, probably. I've seen, like, people in suits come in and, like, yeah. sort of... Well, and that's further east, where it's kind of a nicer, yeah. more Meanwhile, upscale Meanwhile, it's, like, downtown areas. Yeah. A little less, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't see a whole lot of those people, but, like, the older people who are well-off, you yeah. know? Like, they're doing okay. Yeah. Um, probably tend to do that a little more. I think the lady that you dealt with yesterday, she it sounds like she probably realized that she was being a... Yeah, I think after a little bit of talking with you know, my boss, she was like, man, I really should have... asshole. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember him telling her, hey, she was like, yeah, we really backed up tonight. It's, it's unusual for Monday, and you know, I know the holiday times are stressful and stuff, and I think he sort of appealed to her emotional side a little bit, which... Yeah. You know. Some people don't buy into that, though. Some people don't give a shit. They're like, yeah. well, whatever. You should have planned for it. And that, that leads me to the question I had is, like, did your did your managers not realize that, hey, school's out. Tomorrow's a holiday. It's probably going to be pretty busy this week. Like, they've been around for a while, right? This well, restaurant's been around for a while. mistake that we made last night is when we are updating our online times, it's called throttling uh, okay. the online times. And so... I got to work and I was working for about an hour and uh, I hadn't asked about the times online yet and mm. so before I got there it wasn't very busy so we had times at like probably like 40 minutes and then 60 and so 
when they were getting really busy, people looked at the online orders as, oh, it's, gonna be, it's not going to be that long. Uh-huh. And so my boss was like, hey, dude, what, what are the online times at? And at this time, we were having, like, delivery, like, regular deliveries was, like, hour and a half to two hours. And I was like, I pulled it up, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's 40 minutes and 60. And he was like, okay, we're going to change that. Yeah. And then... Well, and that's the problem I think in customer service a lot is that you need to um, under-promise and over-deliver. You know what I mean? So you were a host at uh, the bar, right? Yes. And so when you're – did you guys ever go on a wait, like on the weekends? Uh, very rarely. Okay. Uh, well, that's because they're slow twice. But like, you know, let's say you go to Chili's or whatever on a Saturday. A lot of times you're going to go on a wait because it just gets stupid busy. But if you, as a host, tell the customer – Okay, it's going to be like 10 minutes, and then it ends up taking 20. People are going to get pissed, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say you take them, you tell them it's going to take 20, but you seat them in 10. They're not as, they're not pissed because then they're pleasantly surprised. They're like, oh, man, I thought it was going to be 20 minutes. Here we are sitting down at 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So same thing with like the pizza. Like they're sitting there thinking, oh, I'm going to get my pizza in 40 minutes. It took them fucking two hours, you know, as opposed to tell them two hours. Yeah. It takes an hour and a half, and they're all And a lot of the time when I tell them, so – before every call, like when the phone starts ringing, I look at the pizza makers. I'm like, hey, what are the times? So they give me the times, and I tell the person. So usually they say, oh, yeah, delivery is going to be like an hour 10 to an hour 50, or to like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And so I'll pick up the phone. I'll be like, hey, just people take out delivery. They say delivery. I'm like, all right, that's going to be about an hour 10 to an hour and a half. They almost always pay attention to that first number yep. when it's always that second number. They hear what they want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And so like one time – it was a couple of days ago. I was like, delivery times were hour to two hours instead of like hour and a half to two hours. So I picked up the phone. I was like, it was a delivery. I told the person, I was like, hey, it's going to be an hour to two hours. And they they say it back to me. They're like, an hour? All right. And I'm like, yeah. I just, but they hear what they want to hear. Yeah. I was like, I just said hour to two hours. But that's that's similar to like when you hear that something cost four ninety nine. Yeah. How much do you think that's like in your brain? What's your brain? Four ninety nine, but it's actually yeah. Like but five. you're geared more towards four dollars yeah. than you are five dollars, even though it's a penny away from right. five dollars. People are just gonna hear it. So why don't you just tell them it's gonna be up to two hours? Because why give them that win? And that's a huge window, man. Yeah, it's usually because anything could really happen. Like we could get another pizza maker on deck and get these pizzas going. But then, they, so then they get it early. Yeah, you know what I mean. So why not just give them the the. Because that's why time. we that's why we give them the sort of fractions because it's like. But clearly, it's causing an issue, right? Not as much as you know it seems like it would. But it's causing some. Yeah. So just just alleviate it causing any issue and just give them. Hey, it could take all the way up to two hours. <sighs> I, I mean, I realize like, you don't run the joint. Yeah, I'm just I mean, saying. that's a good point. I mean, I'm not. Really yeah. so you should run that by your manager, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Be a guy who's so. I want to preface by saying that you know, it may sound like my place has like a lot of problems. No, 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 no. I don't think that at all. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm just like whoever listens. The to audience, me. the yeah. two people that are going to listen to this. <laughs> that it's it's not that way at all because I think we're a wonderful little place. And, yeah. No, I, I'm sure it's great. I was yeah. just saying. Yeah. Like it could it could mitigate some issues. Um, so do you guys have training in place to to deal with? Uh, customer complaints like as an employee do your managers train you on how to deal with that kind of stuff I think at first they sort of be like if this happens do this and then we'll take care of it from there but usually 
when they they can tell when we're dealing with a difficult customer, they often are like, let's sort of throw them into the fire a bit, get Mm. them used to how it's going to be, because we're not always going to be here to help them out. They've Mm got to adult a little bit in this. But do they train you on how to like do that? Because look, I mean, you could throw anybody into that shit. I mean, yeah, exactly. Sink or swim. When we get there, they're usually... um, what they did for me is they told me like usual things that would happen like complaints and stuff and they would be like this is how you take care of this okay. in front of the phones we have like these pages on the wall of everything that gets covered throughout the phone call mm-hmm. like the order of what you have to say um, like discounts that we have that we can tell the people about or problems and what we would do for each of those problems okay so it's kind of a step by step so we have and the menu is up there too so we have everything at our disposal right above the phones that's kind of cool so you have all these resources basically like right there that's good that'd be great for me because i have the memory of a goldfish (laughs) yeah so we're we're standing in place for up to two hours getting constant phone calls yeah and so we have this little cheat sheet that we can use that's good which if you're there that often like i'm sure you probably have it memorized by now right yeah yeah um yeah, so like the way I train people in my theater, so I there's two different acronyms. We like to use acronyms. So one acronym I've used in the past is called LEAST. You know what an acronym is, right? Yes. Just letter means something. So LEAST is limp, listen, empathize, apologize, solve, and thank. Okay? So like when a guest comes up you know, with a problem or a com- concern or whatever, we call them concerns, uh, you need to listen to, like genuinely listen. Because you know how like most people, when you're in a conversation, they're basically just waiting for their turn to talk. Yeah. You know how people can be like that? So you need to like, but you being whomever's taking care of the customer, needs to genuinely listen to that customer and what they're upset about. And then a lot of times when I'm listening, as a way of actively listening, I'll repeat back to them what their concern is so that they can understand that I understand what the problem is. And then... I'll show empathy. So do you understand, you know, what empathy yeah. is? What is empathy? Why don't you? Putting you on the spot. Why don't you? It's like putting yourself in their shoes. So the difference between sympathy and empathy is empathy. You're like truly understanding totally why, knew that. why they're upset. What? I totally knew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm giving you some wisdom here, yeah. buddy. And then, so you, you know, you say things like, you know, I totally understand why you'd be frustrated. Like, that's happened to me before, and it's really annoyed me. Things like that. So you're showing them that you really do understand why they would even be unhappy. And then obviously you want to apologize for it. Even if you didn't make the mistake, we always train our people, like, apologize anyway. It doesn't matter. Even if you think they're wrong, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yes, my boss notices a lot that even when I don't, like, even when there's not a serious issue, because he can tell what the person on the other side is saying because he's worked there for, like, 10-plus years. He's like, I know what's happening. You don't have to apologize for that. And I'm like, it's just a habit of me apologizing for the tiniest inconveniences. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and usually that that brightens the other person up a little more. They're like, don't worry about it. You know, well, and it can. shows some humility, I think. Yeah. Like, I think if, you, if you're humble, you know, like I train managers a lot like that, even not even just with customer interactions, but with interactions, because I have a very large management team. You hear me talk about my team a lot. And Love even... Them. Even when dealing with each other, it's good to just be humble and you're putting yourself out there and so people don't perceive that as being aggressive or anything like that and they're they're much more likely to put their to let their guard down a little bit and be a little bit more vulnerable. And so but yeah, I mean you wanna and, and plus look, if someone's taking the time to bring a complaint to you, that's a good thing. You know, you want to have the ability to apologize for whatever inconvenience they may have faced. 
whatever, and then you thank them. And a lot of people are like, well, why would you thank somebody for yelling at you? Yeah. Well, again, they could have kept that complaint to themselves. And if it's a mistake that you guys have been making, or us, whatever, you, we've been making the same mistake over and over and over again, not really realizing that it's upsetting people. If nobody ever says anything, we're just going to continue to make that mistake forever and continue to piss people off. It was a sort of weird occurrence because last night when I was dealing with that Karen situation, uh, at the end of the phone call after I told her, hey, if the pizza's not there, feel free to call back. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, thank you. She was like, she did that weird thing where she's like, okay, like, <laughs> why are you thanking me? You know? yeah, yeah. I was like, just hung up. And, <laughs> yeah. Because? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, you've watched Shark Tank with me a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, like, Mr. Wonderful, it's like somebody will thank, he'll go out, and then somebody will be like, well, thank you. And he's like, don't thank me. <laughs> I just went out. But, you know, same thing. It's like, you thank a guest, and I'm like, don't thank me. I just ripped your head off. I'm probably going to continue ripping your head off, and I might even write your corporate office. Yeah. It's like, eh, you got to do what you got to do. So, you know, but it like, I'll still use that acronym whenever I'm dealing with customers, and I've been doing this for 30 years, and I'll literally, like, go through that checklist in my head so that I know exactly how I want to respond to that guest. But that's how I train all my people, too. And, like, all of my employees for every company I've worked for um, – I train to have the, the, the ability to take care of whatever complaint ever comes up. So as opposed to like, customer's pissed, I want to talk to a manager, the first thing out of my employee's mouth should be, well, what can, how can I help you? Yeah. What can I do for you? you know? So that way customers know it's not only a manager that can take care of your issues. Any one of us can. And then that, by virtue of doing that, that shows that everybody that works here cares about taking care of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, this was my first time really dealing with something like that, like at this place. Mm -hmm. And so I sort of just told her, I was like, listen, your tickets, I like told her what was in front of me face value. I was like, listen, your ticket's not here. We got this sent at 512. So someone's currently out trying to get this pizza to you. And then I was like, if you have any other problems, I can get my manager over here and you can talk to him more in depth because that's all I can do for you right now. Do you do you ever have uh, customers that you feel like are trying to rip you off? Oh yeah, we've had that a lot while I've been there. So there was one night; it was one of my first shifts there. I was on the phone. I think it was my first time on phones. So like the first two shifts, I was watching people on phones and sort of learning front calling. Like that's my first night on phones. It was probably like my one of my last ten calls of the night. I got this guy. He called, obviously drunk, you know, and he was like. Hey, so, uh, manager's name told me that, uh, I could call here and get, uh, free, uh, chicken wings. Uh, first of all, we don't have chicken wings. <laughs> um. So do you think they had the wrong place? No, because he was like, hey, is this hard to, you know, you know, and I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, your manager told me to call and said that I could get some free chicken wings and maybe a free pizza. And I was like, <laughs> First of all, we don't, I didn't tell him this. <laughs> Did so they, though? I didn't tell him this. I was like, we don't have chicken wings. That's what I was thinking in my head. And I was like, this sounds very sketchy. So I got the pizza maker, um, who's also been there for a while. He's a really cool dude. So I got him on the phone, and I just watched as, like, anger took over his face. <laughs> and he just hung, just hung up, up. Just slammed the phone. Yeah. And he, was like, he was like, we were trying to get scammed. And yeah. then I've had people call. I had one probably, yeah, yesterday, where... A part of me felt like they were just trying to get something out of it, so 
I rang a pizza up. I remember it specifically. It was a baby spinach, chicken, ranch. That is specific. Yeah. And so sent that to the pizza makers. They made it. And then she calls back later and she's like, hey, I just picked up a pizza. It was baby spinach, chicken, and ranch. There's no chicken. Mm. And I was like, it's on the ticket. We have really experienced pizza makers. Um, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I can do one of three things for you. We can either get that pizza made again. We can refund that pizza. Or we can give you some credits. And she was like, I'll take the credits. I was like... But of course you will. I was like, a part of me really feels like she's calling and complaining just to get free credits. Mm-hmm. And so the active manager that night after like my boss left came over and she was like, I don't, I don't know how much the ticket was. So I'm just going to put $15 for credits. And I was like... Wow. I was like... Just a part of me really feels like she's calling just to get some free credits, you know. Yeah, it's tough to de- determine that though, like because de- we could be wrong, you know. Like, yeah, and in a big company, it's it's a little easier, I think, to just be like, whatever, we'll just take care of them because it's not worth arguing with somebody and potentially losing a customer for fifteen dollars yeah. or whatever. But in a smaller company. I mean, that stuff adds up, you know, and, and it used to be like, I don't know, 20 years ago, I never, I just never would give a whole lot of thought to it. It's like, look, if somebody had a complaint, I just took care of them. If that means I have to compensate them, then I compensate them. But I got to tell you, nowadays, the scam is strong in people, mm-hmm. like, and it seems more and more frequent. I mean, we, the amount of scam calls that we get, that are clearly scam calls, and I'm not even just saying, hey, I had a bad experience there, but these are aggressive, overt scam calls where it's like, hey, I'm the CFO of your company and there is an issue and you need to run to Walgreens and buy 20 gift cards with $150 on each gift card and yeah, then I've shoot me the number. That kind of crap. I've seen those on my Yeah, game. that's become really common. But even the, you know, the, the, the people who call saying, hey, we had to leave suddenly because somebody in the auditorium, you know, touched my daughter or whatever. And that just doesn't, it just doesn't happen, you know, and and so we had to leave, and it's like, okay, well, did you, did you go to the box office and get a refund? Well, no, we wanted to leave quickly. Did you talk to a manager? No, we needed to leave, you know, or something. They got hurt, yeah. you know. Oh, we we had to, we just had to go, and it's like, well, okay, or you know, we get people who are like, well, I talked to a manager, and they said they would set. Like eight passes aside. You for talk me. to that manager. And okay, like, who did you talk to? It was a woman. It was a woman. I I've got nineteen managers, half of which are women. Can you be more specific? She was young. Cool. <laughs> you know, and so you start going down this like checklist of like Can trying you tell to narrow me more? it down. She huh? had hair. She had hair. Yeah. 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 Eyes and body. skin. <laughs> but, but it's like, look, if I'm gonna if if somebody at a company tells me I'm getting some shit for free, I'm asking for the manager's name. You know, right. and that happens all. And my team is really, really good about communicating, like you know, when stuff like that happens, and uh, setting that kind of stuff aside. We don't just willy nilly tell somebody something and then not communicate it to anybody because it's a pain in the ass when someone calls and says someone told me this, and then we're we're, we're racing around. So it just happened the other day, and it you know, and sometimes you have to make this decision between how hard do I want to push back on this, you know, because I think you're full of shit. Or I'll just give you what you want. And I got to tell you, like in my experience of how often I've been yelled at, what do you think I usually err on the side of? Sort of being peaceful. Yeah, yeah. It's just not worth it sometimes. Like it's not worth the fight sometimes unless we 
unless we've seen this person before and we, we can identify a pattern. Like a while back, we had this lady who figured out a loophole with, I think it was Chili's gift cards. Oh, I remember him. You remember this? So, like, she would, if you bought, a, like, a certain, if you put a certain amount of money on a Chili's gift card, then you would get these, like, discounted tickets sent to you for free for our company, for our theater. And, and then she would... She would take those, get tickets, and then I forget exactly how she did, but somehow she would manage to get like a pass or a refund or something. I think it was passes or something like that. And then I think what we ended up thinking that she was doing was that she was selling those passes to people she knew or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she was just getting free money. And then she'd just keep reloading that gift card. And this loop and, of money. And they just keep getting sent these back. And we finally kind of figured it out. So we, I contacted Chili's and talked to the GM there. And he was like, oh my God, I know exactly who you're talking about. So we like we shut that shit down. But it's not always that easy to to figure out that that stuff's going on. Right. So. Um, and another problem that we deal with, I'm just sort of trying to incorporate different problems that I have. So another problem that we... And I've only learned about this recently, and I mean as recent as a month and a half can get you at work. Um, that we have, if you look up my places menu, and you sort of look for it, there's probably about dozens of fake menus. Really? Yeah. Okay. Or old menus. Okay. So people will not go straight to our website and look at our menu. They'll just look up, you know, this places menu pull it up and then like get on the phone and be like yeah so can I get this it's an old pizza we don't have any of this stuff so like yesterday I got a call from a guy he was like hey can I get a uh, uh, 14 inch medium pizza uh, white sauce with roasted pine nuts and so on and so on that sounds delightful yeah and I was like looking everywhere on this system that I had I was like we do not have so do you not have the ingredients you just don't have that pizza we don't have that pizza any of those ingredients anymore so it's like you're sitting around with toasted pine yeah and I was like I was like are you sure you're looking at the right menu he's like I am looking at Arte um, pizzeria menu and I was like we have several old menus that you could be looking at I'd recommend that you go directly to our website and look at this menu so I was on this call with this guy for like probably five minutes usually I get a call out in a minute two minutes um, I was on it for like five minutes. He was a really cool dude. Like he wasn't being bitchy or caring yeah. or anything like that. And and I was like, if I want, we can try and replicate that pizza as close as we can. And so I was like reading him the entire menu, all of our ingredients, and and he was like, usually when they ask for your name, it's either a good call or a really bad call. In this case, I think it was a good call because he was like, dude, what's your name? And I was like. Uh, it's Riley. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, dude, nice to meet you, man. He told me his name, and then uh, he's like, dude, how long have you been working there? I was like, probably about like a month and a half. He's like, you're doing a hell of a job, and I was like, oh, cool, thanks. And he's like, he was like, yeah, just be sure to tell people that there's old menus uh, that they could be looking at. I was like, I'll be sure to do that. And he's like, he's like, well, thank you for you know helping me get this pizza figured out. And then he was like, but I think I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I think that's above and beyond customer service, though. Like, you didn't have to spend that much time on trying to yeah. figure it out and offering him, like, well, we'll figure out a way we can get it as close as possible, whatever. But I think that is the distinguish, the, the difference between, you know, mediocre and above and beyond is, is taking the time to, to do that. I would have got, I would have asked for your name, too. I probably would have told your manager you did a good job. Um, we get people like that all the time, too, who, you know, they'll buy their tickets through Fandango, but they'll buy them for like the wrong theater, or the wrong company, oh, or whatever, and then they get mad at us 
they show up. It's like, I'm here to see the 8 o'clock Star Wars. We don't have an 8 o'clock Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you do. No, we, no, we don't. <laughs> Pretty sure we don't. Well, it says right here, well, bro, you're on a different company's website. You're on Fandango, and you're looking at a different theater. It's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I can't just... And then their expectation is you need to make it happen anyway. And it's like, uh, I can't just snap my fingers and, and put a put a movie in a different auditorium for yeah. you. So. And a lot of the times I'll get... I'll be expecting a regular phone call of someone ordering a pizza, and then I get, hi, my name's this, and and uh, I just had, like, this pizza delivered, and I just wanted to ask if you could let the driver know that I it was amazing service, you know? Um, I, I like how name. you affect the accent. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want his name, I want everything. I, wanna, I want to express my gratitude for this person. And I was like, okay. This is, That's sweet. This is so sweet. And then mm-hmm. a lot of the time, this... One lady calls several times, and she always asks for the owner, and I've never met the owner, he's sort of this mysterious dude, a uh, mysterious Italian man, <laughs> and um, she always asks for him, and we can't, we're not allowed to give any information on yeah. him, or if someone asks to talk to one of our managers, we're like, we can't do that, you know, mm-hmm. like, if you want to express something, you know, email us, or... Yeah, yeah. Leave a message like I can take your information. And so she always calls, probably like once a week. Same, like, same lady. Same person. Huh. And she's like, "Hi, I need to speak to the owner." And I'm like, "Can't really do that. I can take your information and stuff." And she's like, "Oh, okay." It's like I you call every week. I tell Dude, you people are funny like that. I ran into a lady when I was down in Texas. I was helping open a, a new theater, uh, that one in in Dallas, and we hadn't opened yet. Um, but people kept driving by because it's a new theater or whatever. And this one lady manages to come in, and an employee comes and grabs me, and there's like some lady is like in the lobby wanting to talk to a manager or something. It's like, good lord! And I swear to you, when I walked up, she looked just like a Karen, and like textbook definition. Oh, textbook man, with the hair swept over, and she was wearing her sunglasses, yeah. holding a Gucci bag or whatever, like a weird flower blouse, you know? Yeah, and so. You know, she starts talking to me, asking me all these questions and stuff like that, and then, she, and then she goes, uh, some to the effect of, like, well, it's, it's just a shame what happened to the owner of the of your company. Like she mentioned it by name, and uh, and I was like, what, what do you mean? And she goes, well, you know, that he passed away, and I was like, I assure you, he has not yeah. passed away. She, yes, he has. <laughs> He hasn't. He's, he's still <laughs> he's alive, alive and well. Yeah, and uh, she wanted to sit there and argue with me about it for a while. I was like, "Look, lady, I, I guess it could be true, but I've been with this company for a long time. I know him personally. Like, I just, I'm pretty sure he's not dead. I would have heard. We would have heard about this. Yeah. It's a big deal. Like in our company, like if this man had passed away. But no, he's dead. Uh, I don't know. Well, okay, you." You have great a lovely day. day. <laughs> so, anyway. He's like getting pushed out. He's like, he's dead. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a good conversation. I think yeah. this is where we can uh, wrap it up. All right. Love to have you on again. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll have a more intense. More more stories. They don't yeah. have to be intense stories. We'll just get on and chat about this that's stuff. What, but... That's where you get the juices from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's our podcast for the day. Just shy of an hour. And uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. Although by the time you hear this, it will be well past Christmas. But Happy New Year. Yeah. Say goodbye. Goodbye.
That's the podcast, folks. Please visit kiarpodcast.com. That's K-I-A-R podcast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. New episodes are going to be posted weekly on krpodcast.com, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. The views and opinions on this podcast are solely that of the guests and hosts and are not representative of any other organizations or individuals. If you or someone you know are interested in being a guest on Karen Isn't Always Right, please give us a visit at krpodcast.com and submit your interest on the Contact Us page as we'd love to have you. Thanks for joining us on Karen Isn't Always Right, and we'll see you next time.